The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, up in the northeast of England. Today is Thursday, oh, May the 4th. Oh, I should have done a funny joke there, Baz. It's only just dawned us. I've got a really funny joke lined up for the baseball show later on, um, if you want to hear that. And, yeah, we've got a full game of uh, Premier League action over the weekend. Saturday, Sunday and Monday, uh, Bank Holiday weekend again. Uh, joining us from uh, Bingham in Nottinghamshire is Mr Barry Penaluna. Baza, how are you doing? Even Malcolm, all good here, how are you? Yeah, I'm tremendous. Uh, busy is a thousand snakes. Um, the little Kentucky Derby contest that I've just alluded to in the ad reads there. Um, I've done all my Kentucky Derby work today, done all my homework, so I've got all the winners. All the winners are in this jotter, Baz. They're all written down there. Um I will be going on the mothership with Sean and Ryan in round about an hour and a quarter uh, to discuss the Kentucky Derby with uh, the Wolf of Oaklone and Sean and Ryan. Uh, so, yeah, been really busy. Um, yeah, we had little week of football, four games, haven't really done very well. Uh, one out of three with one still to go. Um, and then we've got Brighton and Manchester United, which will be kicking off Maybe as we still speak in about 40 minutes' time. So we might get the first 10 minutes of that one. Um, before we go any further then, Baz, uh, on that Brighton Man United game, do you want to throw your picks out uh, for that, yes. just for anyone who's joining us live? Um, I had took Man United to win. I took them at a price of around 3-1 to one, uh, when we did the show on Monday night. They have shortened mm. up quite a bit. They're about 21-10 tonight. Um, and it was purely a value play. Um, I just thought... Is that team you then or something, Baz? Um, it's shortened them up. Sure, I haven't looked at The only thing I do know is Solly March isn't starting because he's in my fantasy football team. Um, Did you just use his full name there, Baz? Solly March, obviously. So there gonna, you go, you see. That. I'm going to have to watch that tonight to see, uh, play the Solly March game. Um, just having a look at team lineups now. What do we got? Man United, Brighton. Nothing unusual for Brighton, Matoma, McAllister uh, back in the lineup, um, and Man United have got Martial, Fernandez, Anthony, Rashford. All looks Maguire isn't in, so maybe that's why. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, shortened up a little bit. Um, so yeah, I went for Man United purely a bit of value. I just thought they were, they were a little bit overpriced, um, and as I say, Brighton's home form. It's just average. Um, so, yeah, that was a pick for me. I did get a message yesterday, actually, uh, a couple of days ago from our Dutch friend. I've got his name now. It's Tease. Um, okay. He messaged me to say thanks for his shout-out on the last show, but also told me I'd lost the plot with my pick of Man United to beat Brighton. <laughs> that's fair enough. I've no well, problem with anybody opposing me. Like That's 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 not, not always a bad thing. Um, well, yeah, it's tricky one tonight. Uh, 
Serial has joined us. He wants the first half ladder. We're going to talk about first half goals in a little minute as well. Yeah. Because uh, that was a little bit bonkers this week. This is going to be nil-nil tonight, boss. Uh, we just saw this a couple of weeks ago. My picks are under two and a half goals. Plus 130. I thought the price was huge, 13 to 10. Um, we've just seen the game. Why wouldn't it happen again? Um, and I know uh, everyone thinks that Brighton are full of goals, but uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it's not. Um yeah, the rest of the midweek was just a bit weird. We started off all right. Uh, Arsenal-Chelsea was on Tuesday evening. Arsenal beat Chelsea 3-1. Um, I took Arsenal to win an over two and a half goals, which was a nice price, 7-5 plus 140. You took Arsenal to win in over two goals, um, which was a price of 10-11. to 11. Two I Arsenal mean, goals, mine was, wasn't Sorry, it? yeah, two Arsenal goals. Yeah, 10-11 to 11 minus 110. Um, pretty much free money, really. This was because they were playing Chelsea um, and it was done. It was another one of those. We've seen a lot of these recently where uh, the good team is taking the shambolic team um, and putting them to the sword inside the first two or three minutes. So, yeah, um, yeah, that was a nice little win. And then last night, I was just underwhelmed by A, my bets and my picks, but also by both games, really. Um, Manchester City 3, West Ham nil. Uh, was kind of standard. What I didn't really factor in, Baz, was that West Ham had the the cup games. Oh, well, really, this was a throwaway game for them um, because they've still got the Europa Conference League semi-final. Is it Alkmaar, I think, they're playing? Um, and then they've got more winnable games. So I was, I'm was not sure how well they actually tried. Um, they didn't play badly, but they were kind of quite happy to lose 3-0. Manchester City took a little while to get going. Uh, you picked a winner in this one. Um, any thoughts on this one, Baz, before we talk about yeah, Liverpool? I mean, obviously, I, I took the City to score three goals, which is a pretty standard play most weeks at the moment. Um, the only thing frustrating, obviously, for you was the clean sheet because you took both teams to score. For me, the frustrating thing about the clean sheet was Edison got dropped. Um, so I brought in Edison this week into my fantasy football team because he had two games. Saturday and Wednesday. Um, obviously, he didn't keep a clean sheet Saturday uh, and he didn't last night because he didn't play. So, Ortega got the clean sheet points and I got nothing for Edison. Worst transfer oh, of the season. Shambles. Uh, I wasn't the only one. I'd seen someone else on our Twitter. I think it was Aaron, Newcastle fan, who also brought Edison in this week to see him pick up one point from two games. It was a bit disappointing. But uh, right, now, just for- no further comments on this game. Let's talk about it. Just for reference, Baz, there is absolutely no way I don't get interrupted in the next 40 minutes or so. Because we're, we're recording at a funny time here because um, I've got a couple of other things to do. So we're a bit early, which means the family's buzzing around. Um, I've just had a message on my phone of my daughter saying, can you put my pizza in the oven? The washing's <laughs> on, the laundry's on. Bob's, can you hear Bob shouting and screaming at his Xbox through there? No. It's mayhem. So there's going to be stuff's going to happen in the next forty minutes or so. I'm just warning you. There's nothing I can do. The IT department wants feeding as well. Um, so I've already missed the board for putting the pizza in the uh, in the oven. So yeah, just be prepared for that. Uh, Liverpool won Fulham nil. Um, uh, I don't know what to do with this one, Baz. Liverpool were a bit better than them, um, but. We said last week they picked up nine points in a week, which could easily have been two or three or five. And then they picked up another three last night with a horrible bit of defending 
That's worse than the penalty decision, the bit of defending from Mr. Jupp. No idea yeah. what he was thinking. Don't, don't know what he was doing. He, it's not like you see them sometimes where the bloke sneaks up behind you and nicks it off your toe. But he sneaked up from in front of him. <laughs> like, you, like Darwin Nunes is six foot four. He's coming straight at you. It's not like you haven't seen him coming. That was really weird. Um, so I'm guessing, Baz, from the amount of swearing you did before we started recording, that you didn't think this was a penalty. No, it was a dive. There was no contact. <laughs> he plants his foot in front of him and then he dives over. Um, it was blatant as anything. That Anyone that tells me that's a penalty is having a laugh. It's a joke. And I said it last week before we reviewed this game that Liverpool will probably win the game and they'll probably get the rub of the green because they're just getting all the decisions. And how Klopp can have the nerve every week to come out and slag off referees when they get every 50-50 decision go their way. It's bollocks. It's bollocks. Do you think it was a penalty? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he did. Yeah, he went over a bit. If he hadn't dived, yes, the deal would have kicked him four foot into next week. It was a mad, mad one. Um, I remember David Ginola said he was always he was trying to avoid injury because he knew he was going to kick him, so he would just dive over the top of it, which is kind of what Nunes said. But I think he kind of got him with his thigh as well. It wasn't. If that was the Uspaz, if that was on his way over, though, if that was Alexander Isak going over a defender, I'm playing devil's. Before he even gets to Diop, he plants his foot and he's away over. Before he's even got (laughs) him, he's gone. He's over. If that was Alexander Isak, Baz, you would be screaming for a penalty. Even the referee, apparently, I mean, one of the Fulham players was interviewed afterwards and said the ref held his hands up after half time and said he got it wrong. So, why the. Why haven't the VAR did anything about it? Because they got it wrong as well. Which, which is no, part of it wrong as well. Every, All right, no bother. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I know you wanted to do uh, mention a bit about the first half goals, Baz, last week. Yeah, I mean, it was something. Um, we, Talked about a little bit in Discord and, and stuff like that. So 10 games from Saturday through to Tuesday, there was a full slate of Premier League games. Um, 10 matches and seven of the 10 matches had three or more goals in the first half. Um, so, you know, normally you're getting a good plus money price just for two goals in the first half. Uh, but a lot of them went with three. So we had the Liverpool Spurs game, obviously Brighton 6 0. Um, it carried on on Monday with the. We actually mentioned it on the show when we recorded Monday before the Everton Leicester game went off. Uh, Serial had got in the chat, pointed it out. I know Serial had got up the ladder there on that. That one finished 2 1 at half time. Almost hit 3 1 at half time because Madison missed a penalty. Um, so, yeah, it's just something to keep an eye out. Later on in the season, we've said it might be a few more games with uh, silly little scores, um, possibly games where teams are switching off a bit or. Other situations where teams like Everton and Leicester are desperate um, for wins. So I know Serial's keen again for a first half ladder. You don't fancy the goals tonight, but definitely worth keeping an eye out. There have been a lot of goals around in those first halves lately. If, um, yeah, especially this time of year, Baz, there's teams sort of playing for their lives. There's all sorts of funny results. And I think this is a lot more um, good handicapping to be done. I looked at this card tonight. Um, and I found myself relying less on stats and more on, on feeling and, and how you've seen teams play, how you've heard managers talk um, and things like that. I think it's definitely something for that time of year. Um, 
I've got a new uh, Twitter algorithm thing, Baz. Um, the bulk buying of tennis balls. No, Twitter thinks I'm into. All right. Have you like tennis, tennis ball? balls? No, 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 I don't need any. But not just three, like a thousand. Like minimum units of the tennis balls it's offering me is like a thousand tennis balls. So, yeah. There you go. Slutty Velma's well and truly. Uh, she's old news. Like we're, we're still still get the odd tarantula on a banana, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's all it's all about the tennis balls. But um, we get stuck into these games once I've told you about um, Shady Rays and Shady May. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing fifty percent off, but you also have a chance to win five hundred dollars. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Um, the best bit of this by far, the offer for lost and broken replacements. Uh, no questions asked on day one. Shady Rays will replace them. Um, no questions asked. So you can wear them with confidence. Uh, if you don't love them, you can exchange them or return them for free within 30 days. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsandpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Okay. Um, You know, that that code works for uh, UK as well as USA. Does it? I saw you asking the other day, actually. We have had different sponsors in the past where it's been uh, not applicable to our UK listeners, but I can confirm Shady Ray's UK website definitely accepts the code. SGPN for 50% off two pairs. So there you go. Uh, right, Baz. My laptop has just died. I'm still good to stream, but one of my uh, my Beth365 pages just packed up on me. So I won't have this. The only thing I haven't got is the start times of these games. Um, so I know we're going to kick off with um, Bournemouth v Chelsea, which is Barry on. Come on, sir. Saturday. Yeah. At. At. Uh, it'll be at three o'clock. There's no early game Saturday because we'll okay. all be pledging our allegiance to the king, won't we? God save the king and all that. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> so Saturday at three o'clock, yeah. Bournemouth against Chelsea. Bournemouth 12 to 5, plus 240. Doors 5 to 2, plus 250. Chelsea 11 to 10, plus 110. <laughs> this made me laugh just because. Chelsea, 11 to 10, anyone? Anyone for Chelsea? Roll up, roll up, place your bets here. Wow. No thanks, Baz. I'm all right for taking 11 to 10 on Chelsea. I haven't won since 1987. Frank's got no idea. The players aren't interested. Um, I didn't even look at anything else. You know, I kind of partly, you know, when I said I was good handicapping, don't mistake it for laziness because it it wasn't. But I, I don't think... Anyone, anyone not taking Bournemouth here one shot with shit. I think you have to bet Bournemouth. You can't. There's no conceivable cause of action. Anyone in their right mind, Baz, am I right? Um, yes. Yes, you are right. Uh, I haven't taken Bournemouth, um, but all my leans were, were in that direction. So I learned the other day that Bournemouth are currently a shorter price to be relegated than Chelsea. So at the moment... You can get 500 to 1 for Bournemouth to be relegated. Chelsea are only 250 to 1. So Chelsea are bigger favourites to get relegated this season than Bournemouth. Neither of them will get relegated, let's be honest. Uh, But Bournemouth could actually go above Chelsea with a win here. Now, bear in mind, most people have 
Bournemouth written off as bottom of the league, finishing bottom, relegated. Um, to now be in a position where they could be overtaking Chelsea at this stage in the season is, is unbelievable. I actually started writing my notes without looking at any odds here. And I expected them to be about 7-4 to four each side. Uh, I didn't think the boogies would have much between them. So imagine my surprise to find Chelsea at just 10, uh, 11 to 10 plus 110. I mean, they haven't won a game in nine. So anyone, as you, as you say, I'm, I'm with you. You need your head checked if you're backing these at this price. But Bournemouth, on the other hand, have won four of the last five and six of the last nine. And whilst a lot of those wins have come against the bottom sides, they have beaten Spurs and Liverpool in that run. So absolutely no reason why they can't beat Chelsea here. Chelsea look mentally gone. Don't get me wrong, they'll, they'll win another game at some point this season, I think. It, it might happen here, uh, but I think we have to continue to fade them until what we see with our eyes on a weekly basis changes, because what we see every week with Chelsea is that you can't possibly back them. Um, and even more so at, at, at such short odds, I, I can't have that either. Um I mean, Chelsea scored the other day against Arsenal, which is a bonus for them. They only scored one all month in April, so that goal against Arsenal could maybe be it for me now. I don't know. So I do think Bournemouth definitely offer the better value. Um, but I was a bit conflicted because I quite quite like the price on goals here. And the reason for that is um, it's normally quite short back in the unders. Um, there's normally a lot of leads for the unders in Chelsea games, but more recently... Um, there have been goals Bournemouth do leak a lot of goals we know they've got the worst defensive record in the league um, and even in their good run of form lately they can have the odd game where they ship a few so as I say they've won six of the last nine but Villa put three past them West Ham put four past them Brighton put two past them um, and even in some of their wins three of the last five wins have all came with them conceding a goal on the other side of it so I'm, I'm, I, I like Bournemouth as a pick but I'm pivoting to the over 2.5. I think there'll be goals in it. I think Chelsea might get one. Uh, I can see a Bournemouth winning this 2-1, 3-1, something like that. Uh, so the pick for me, Bournemouth v Chelsea, is over 2.5 goals at 10 to 11. Uh, OK, over 2.5 goals. As um, as predicted, Baz, the uh, shopping is going away as we speak. If you notice the elaborate system of hand signals, we've got a traffic light system going here as the IT department puts the shopping away while you talk and then it's frozen in time uh, while I talk. So that's what that's what's going on here. Uh, live, live domestic bliss on the uh, Premier League Gambling Podcast. Um, next up then, uh, are we still Saturday at three o'clock, Manchester City, Baz? We are indeed. And this one's on TV, so it's a bit of a rarity in the UK having a 3pm Saturday game. Normally 3pm is a blackout. Uh, none of the 3pm games are on TV, but I believe this one was originally probably... The lunchtime slot, and as I say, because of the King's coronation, no lunchtime slot. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we've now got a 3pm game on TV, which is a bonus for us. Um, some funny times this week. We've got Sunday evening games as well this uh, this midweek, I think. Um, Excellent. Uh, so we've got, yeah, Man City 1-7, minus 700. The draw is 15-2, plus 750. Leeds United with a new gaffer, Big Sam, is 16-1 uh, you can get on Leeds. Uh, Baz, uh, big Sam, did you enjoy his press conference? Uh, God. Yeah, so what it was, there's nobody knows more than him, nobody better than him. Um, Klopp's not better than him. Pep's not better than him. Arteta's not better than him. Uh, yeah, he's certainly, big Sam has a big impression of himself. Um, 
I don't know. I, I just don't know. So first game in charge here for Leeds. I mean, what's what's he going to have in store? How, how does Allardyce get this Leeds side to suddenly become hard to beat? Uh, and what can he do to get him any chance of a result here? Uh, the answer for me is, is probably nothing. Um, what my, my initial thought is what I would expect is lots of kicking and fouling from Leeds. I think there's a minimum. You want to come away from this game, probably with no points, but able to say, oh, we put up a good fight. Um, we battled hard uh, and that gives us hope for the last three games of the season. I think he's going to be physical, getting right stuck into them early on. Um, it won't get them anywhere, but it might possibly pick up them, pick them up a lot of cards. So I like the cards, but again, tends to be on a Thursday. We can't get any prices yet on cards in these games. So I definitely like the look of Leeds cards. I think he's going to want to get into them, be physical, and try and make an impression on the game that way. I don't think they'll come away with anything, but that's one angle I will be looking at. Um, the City angles that we usually look at, just it's it's similar to the other week in the um, FA Cup game where I just found it really hard. The prices are just becoming unbackable again. So, I mean, the team total for City, if you want to take over 2.5 City goals this week, it's at 4-7. to seven. You're only getting 6-4 to four plus 150 for them to score four or more. And I just think that's stretching things a bit far um, in Allardyce's first game back. Um, so I'm going to take a leaf out of your book here. I'm going to take Leeds to get a goal uh, and land both teams to score 19-20. to 20. Leeds haven't failed to score in any of their last nine games. Is that true? I'm re- Sometimes, you know when you've wrote notes down and then you read them and you think, that can't be true. Um, but sure enough, it is. That, I mean, both teams to score has hit in the last nine games for Leeds um, and the over 2.5 hits with frequency eight of eight of nine, I think. Um, so yeah, Leeds haven't failed to score in nine. Uh, Man City did keep a clean sheet last night, uh, but that was their first in six league games. So the both teams to score at around evens is, is a good price for me. Um, and as I say, I just think the City, the handicaps, the team totals, the goals, all of those markets are just becoming a price that's just a little bit too far to push it. But at the same time, I don't fancy Leeds on the other side of it. So give me the both teams to score. Um, I was uh, enjoying your handicap there, Baz, but it's the uh, tinned goods and freezer was getting restocked. I put myself on mute so you couldn't hear me. I was laughing at you uh saying there'd be lots of kicking and fouling to be expected from Leeds. I don't understand why they've appointed him. I mean, if they still go down, they'll just say, well, you couldn't do anything. If they miraculously stay up, he'll be lauded as some sort of hero, which is ridiculous. Um, But I just don't know what he could do. I mean, we saw Eddie Howe, like, how long did it take him? I came out with that Watford game, the three-all draw, and I think it was in January, thinking that's it, we were knackered. And it taken him three months. You can't impose a system... Game. Sorry? Yeah, yeah. You can't impose you can't impose a system or a set of beliefs or a training regime. All you can do is either tell them to all stand up that end and stop it going in, or like you say, go and kick shit out the other look. Um my pick, Baz. Yeah, this weekly problem that um my both teams to score let me down against West Ham. I've pivoted away from it and you've taken it again. Um I've my bet, Baz, I don't know if you're going to like this or not. Um, I've covered a few score lines, and how I've done it is the exact total goals market. So, four goals is plus 375, and exactly five goals is five to one. 
So if we had, we'll take a tenner on each, Baz, £20 a bet. If we get four goals, so we're covering like a 3-1 win kind of thing, or then 4-0 Man City. Um, we'll win 47.50. If it's five goals, you'll win 60 quid. So there's a little bit of profit on both of those angles. How would you feel about that, Baz? I don't know. You don't know how you feel? Do you want me to leave it with you? What's what's your correct score? What are you thinking we're going to be looking at? 4-0. You're after a 4-0. Or a 3-1, or a 4-1, or a 5-0. There are my options. Or a 3-2, Baz. I mean, we could go on. There's yeah. loads of different ways you can make 4 or 5. What about a 2-2? Two, two? Winner, yeah. Look, Put that in the book. Yeah, I I, 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 as I say, it it gets to the point, doesn't it, where you do have to look at something different and a different way of playing it. Um, Because, as I say, handicaps and and team totals just just aren't playable this week for me in these ones. Uh, I requested a treat, Baz, from the shops. Uh, What do you think I've got? Um, Trifle. Oh, you know, that's not a buy never, you know. That was on the shortlist. Chocolatey Clares. Chocolate, yeah, yeah. I need both of them, Baz. Solid 2,000 calories in there. Um, What's in the middle of that, Malcolm? <laughs> squirty cream. Squirty cream, won't it? Squirty cream. Please uh, don't do that during this show. There'll be an over or under of about 11 and a half on how many times the term arse cream is uh, brought up on the Kentucky Derby podcast uh, later on with Sean and Ryan. Uh, Tottenham Palace, Baz, Saturday, three o'clock. Oh. Is this one over to me again? No, just the time. You're in charge oh, yeah, yeah. of the time now, aren't you, doofus? Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's also <laughs> at three o'clock. Yeah. Um, if anyone in the comments thinks I'm ignoring them, I'm not. Um, just my computer's buggered, so I'm just like I'm just playing along. Uh, solid guess on Battenberg, uh, Captain Sano, but as discussed, uh, chocolate declare. Tottenham against Crystal Palace. Tottenham are four to five, minus one twenty-five. The draw is fourteen to five, plus two eighty. Palace are 16 to 5 plus 320. I mean, how tricky was this to handicap like? Um, you one team who've got no idea what they're doing, and then the other team, I've got no idea what they're doing. Crystal Palace are my nemesis. So this uh, caused me all kinds of problems. Um Spurs mounted a little fight back against Manchester United, mounted quite a big fight back against Liverpool. Um, even though they, they spunked it at the end. Uh, so it looks like they're back trying. Uh, Ryan Mason, I think, was always going to give them that, if nothing else. Palace, I told you, couldn't score last week. They scored four times. Um, and, yeah, if I when the minute I got on side with him, the form dropped off. And so I faded him again, and they went and scored four times. I don't like this, Baz, but I think Mason can drive Tottenham to a win. Um, they've got, they've still got some good players. Um, we saw Kane and Son kind of took it upon themselves, uh, Richarlison, to drag them back into the game. And I, I think there's going to be something there. I think they're going to, obviously, they're going to want to win, but it, they might have taken something from that and from the two-two home draw with Manchester United. It's not a bad result, you know. Um, yeah, I'm not thrilled about it, but I'm going to take Tottenham at four to five minus one twenty-five. Yeah, well, I, I mean, the first thing I thought was I, I felt like this might be a spot where I would be willing to take Spurs for the first time in a while. But then I opened it up and seen them at four to five, and I just thought, similar to Chelsea, I just can't work with Spurs at, at odds on at the moment. I, I struggle with it. It's not to say I don't think they'll win. I just didn't like the price on it. I think they might get a result here, yeah, but goals was the way to go for me. 
Spurs have had over two and a half goals in eight of the last nine, not Spurs themselves, but Spurs games have hit over 2.5 in eight of the last nine. And both teams to score in all of the last nine. Um, Palace have led in five in the last two games, but they've also managed to score 12 in the, in the last six under Hodgson. So Palace are getting in amongst the goals a bit more now. Um, eight to 11, it's a bit short for uh, over 2.5 goals. Um but that's the pick for me. It's a, it's a short one today. I don't if you want to go a bit bigger. I don't mind tagging the both teams to score on. You can get that to eleven to ten, plus one ten if you go to both teams to score and over two point five. But yeah, short price on eight to eleven over two point five goals in this one for me. Okay, cheers, bud. Um, we'll get on to the next game. Once I've told you firstly about underdog fantasy, uh, boss best ball mania four is here. Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And we've got a Kentucky Derby promotion for Kentucky Derby Week, the Notorious OTB uh, show on the network here, hosted by the Wolf of Oak Road, which is really funny. He's as mad as a bottle of chips uh, is chased. Um, the, if you leave a, sh- a review for that show, wherever you get your podcasts, between now and Belmont Saturday, June the 10th, you'll be entered into a draw to win a canvas print of the Wolf's one-of-a-kind fall and bob painting. Uh, and we've got the bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN app. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card if you need all the winners for that. Um, get across and read my article today because uh, they're all in there. Um, Wolves free Villa, Baz. Time check for this. I think we're at uh, three o'clock Saturday afternoon. Three o'clock Saturday afternoon. Um, Wolves fifteen to eight plus one eighty-seven. The draw is twenty-three to ten plus two thirty. Villa are plus one fifty, which is six to four. Uh, we go from my nemesis Palace, Baz, to your nemesis Wolves. So what have you got? I hate Wolves. I absolutely hate them, Mike. Um, but I've thought of Villa. I feel like I got a bit captivated by Villa after the 3 0 win by Newcastle. We came at the end of a really, really big run of, of, of unbeaten, uh, a really long unbeaten run for Villa. So I got a little bit excited about them and, and started getting a bit carried away with them. They, they went and drew with Brentford, let me down. They won 1 0 against Fulham at a time where I uh, backed them to score two or more. Um, and then I backed them to beat Man United. Thought it was a bit of a bit of a punt, was worth a punt, and I was let down again at the weekend. So Villa have let me down big time. Um, but I mentioned I, I mentioned last week their scoring run. Um, now it was busted against Man United. That was the first game in 19 that they hadn't managed to score at least one goal. So that run's come to an end. But I think Villa are a better side than Wolves. Um, Wolves are obviously destroyed. 6-0 last week by Brighton. And it's just, it's so hard to work them out. I I'm in the home form. They've won three in a row now, um, which booked the trend a little bit. As I say, we would always talk about that trend of Wolves home games. Flip-flopping between wins and losses. It's now three wins in a row. Um, and they've also had three clean sheets in the last three home games, Wolves. But I'm, I'm giving Villa another chance here. They're in the last chance saloon with me. I'll have to pivot away from them next week if they let me down again. But Villa at 6-4, to four, I think, are worth a punt here on the money line. Um, so that's the pick for me. Will Villa to beat Wolves, 6-4. to four. OK, cheers, Baz. Uh, we've got a new um, a new name in the comment section, Michael Hurst. Mm-hmm. Evening, Michael. How are you doing? 
Michael has. Michael likes the draw. Well, I like Michael liking the draw uh, because, Baz, uh, the draw is going to be my pick here at 23 to 10. Um, both teams need to bounce back here. Wolves obviously from getting smashed. And I think Villa just been disappointed with how they showed up at Old Trafford last week. That was kind of a big day for them. And uh, the old new shiny Unai Emery Aston Villa, they've been playing really, really well. That was a chance to showcase it. And they didn't really... They played okay. Made a couple of half chances. Um... And like you said, it's the Wolves' home form that just leaves you scratching your head a bit because they have won three in a row, all to nil as well, three home games to nil. Um, So I think they can avoid a defeat here. Uh, This is a local derby. And as we know, Baz, they always finish 1-1. So dead easy, this. Um, (laughs) We don't have to look any further than that. The draws are 23-10 to and the 1-1 is at 11-2 plus 550. So that is the play there. Um, Time check on Liverpool v Brentford, Barry. Liverpool Brentford is a five thirty Saturday evening UK time, so we'll be looking at Eastern time, twelve thirty in the afternoon. Well done, Saturday tea time. Uh, yeah, it's all um, it's all finger sandwiches and, and afternoon tea and stuff for the coronation this weekend. Liverpool, look at you, Liverpool are eleven to twenty five minus two twenty seven. The draw is four to one. Brentford are five to one. So, at risk of repeating myself, Liverpool have picked up 12 points out of 12. Question marks over every single one of them. Um, they beat West Ham by one, uh, thanks to Big AR. They beat Spurs by one, thanks to Big AR. Uh, they beat Fulham by one, thanks to Big AR. Um, I didn't even go back to the fourth game. I just got sick of looking at the same shit every week. Um, Brentford have won two in a row. Uh, and they'll have a go, yeah, I think. There's no reason for them not to. Uh, they were quite lively. They got a good one at Chelsea um, and then came from behind to beat Forest last week. I looked at all different ways of trying to get Brentford involved in this. I looked at Brentford on the handicap, the Asian handicap, um, plus one and a half, but it was too short. Um, like I said, they just keep winning by one Liverpool. Um, so even if they squeak this again, um, then Brentford... So if, you've, if it's not a working man's price, but if you're made of money, uh, stick Brentford on the Asian handicap. However, their look has to run out fast, doesn't it? Does it? Does it not? Um, give me the draw. Brentford, they, they can't do it again. I refuse to believe it. I'll take the draw, Barry, at four to one, please. Yeah, Michael in the comments likes the over two and a half goals. And I don't mind that in any Liverpool game, but it's a very short price this week. One to two. Certainly want to stick in your uh, accumulators, your parlays and whatever. Don't mind that at all. Um, same Comments really Liverpool, you know, winning stretch runs to five in a row now. Um, the last four all coming by a single goal margin. Uh, Fulham game was their first clean sheet in six games, and they're doing just enough every week or getting just enough of the favorable decisions a week to keep them prodding along. This will be their third home game in a row, and their home, home form is good. They've won six of the last seven with only Arsenal taking a point from them. Um, the Fulham win. Also ended a streak of um, five games in a row with both teams to score in Liverpool games and five games in a row with over 2.5 goals in Liverpool games. Um, as you say, Brentford have reversed their slide a bit. Wins over Chelsea and Forest ended a six-game winless streak. I think there's lots of short prices about here. Liverpool, again, are too short for me at four to nine. I don't want to be taking Liverpool in handicaps at the moment because they're scraping their way through games. And I thought over 2.5 was a little bit too short for me to put up as my main pick. So I'm similar to you. I'm, I'm taking a chance on 
Brentford here, but I'm keeping the draw on my side. I'm taking Brentford on the double chance market, 13 to 8. Um, so what's that? Plus 165, something like that. Uh, 13 to 8 for Brentford to win or draw. Brentford won the reverse leg uh, at their own place, 3 1. Uh, put, I, like you, I think they'll put up a decent fight here. Liverpool are always capable of conceding goals. Um, so, yeah, give me a chance on Brentford to get something from this game, 13 to 8. That probably would have been my pick, Baz, if I hadn't given you so much stick over the last couple of months for picking that, because that was the one pick that fitted what I wanted. What I wanted to pick. Where I thought that's where I thought you were going with the uh, as, as you talked through it. To be, I fair. couldn't. I wasn't. I yeah, no, nah, I just couldn't. Um, I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a bit better than that. So I took the. Yeah, uh, I took the forty one trip. Um, right. I know what time the next one is. I think with Newcastle Arsenal. Is this our four on Sunday? It is a four thirty Sunday. Okay, four thirty Sunday. Eleven thirty. We'll there's no there's no early game on Sunday because we'll all be watching. <laughs> what are we concert, doing now? Concert for the king or something like that. I think we'll all be having garden parties on Sunday lunchtime. Old sausage fingers is having You're a party. Having like is a, he not having a street party around your way? Anything like that? Not that I'm aware of, Baz. There's uh, yeah. there's no neighbourly spirit around here. We can't stand each other. Um, yeah, so I've passed forward Sunday game. I will be at Newcastle. 13 to 9 favourites, plus 145. The draws 11 to 4, plus 275. Arsenal are 13 to 8, plus 162. Big game, Baz. What's happening? Massive game. Big, big game for both sides here. Um, a win for Newcastle would see them one step closer to confirming the Champions League football next year. Um, and Arsenal are obviously looking for a win to keep their title hopes alive. Newcastle won eight of the last nine now. That 3-0 loss for Villa, the only blemish on the record. Scored 26 goals in those nine games. And it's hard to think back now to a time where we were struggling to score. But it was it's not that long ago where we were sitting here every week just saying, you know, you can't back Newcastle to be scoring more than a goal. They, they might pick up the odd goal. We had a real sort of crash in confidence. Um, so it's good to see us back on the score sheet and, and so many players chipping in with the goals now. Um, it doesn't seem to matter whether he starts Isaac or Wilson. Whoever starts will probably contribute and whoever comes off the bench at half-time will come on and contribute. Um, he's got them both working no matter who he starts or, or where they come into it. it. It all seems to be working. So really, really good good stuff on that front. It's another game where I think cards are worth a look. Again, I haven't got any prices yet, but I'll definitely be looking at it. Arsenal were rattled in the reverse fixture against Newcastle. That was the nil-nil back in January where Arteta properly spat his dummy out, um, accused us of all the time wasting and dark arts and all that. And I think there'll be a little bit of needle in this as a result of the fallout following that game. Um, but similarly, Arsenal will... will They'll still remember last year. This time last year, um, three or four games left. The company St James's Park, with fourth place in their hands, placing the Champions League in their hands, and we absolutely turned them over um, and handed the fourth place to Spurs. Arsenal have that in their mind. Um, I mean, Jack, I was on Sky the day after the Chelsea game and, and brought it up. So they don't forget, and I just think that there's potential for a little bit of lead, a little bit of needle in this one. Um, particularly if Newcastle can go ahead, Arsenal will get frustrated. They'll start kicking, fouling. We'll start wasting time and antagonising them even more. So I definitely think cards is, is something to look out for, but we'll, we'll see what sort of prices come out nearer the uh, 
the day. Uh, Corn, as we have to mention again, even in that nil-nil game in January, um, where Newcastle were quite content with a nil-nil, we, we got five corners against Arsenal. Going back to that fixture at the end of last season at St James's Park, we got 12 corners against Arsenal in that game. Uh, and a reminder, in the last three games, Newcastle have got 34 corners of their own in three games. Um, so corners has actually priced up okay. Recently, it's been going up and we've had to back at it from sort of seven onwards to get plus money. This week, you can get Newcastle over 5.5 corners at 11 to 10. Um, so I'm going to put that up as my pick for this week because we've hit that number five in a row at home. Um, and six just seems to be an easy number on the corners for Newcastle. There's something about the way we play where we just hit lots of corners. And if you're telling me the starting point six for plus money, I'll have that all day long. Um, I'll probably climb the ladder on it. And I'll probably also be looking at some bet builders involving goals, corners, cards, because I think it could be full of all sorts. Um, if I was looking at the money line, I fancy Newcastle to get something from this game, just because the form at the moment is is good. Uh, even if we go a goal down, we you know we're not letting heads drop at this point. We've we've faced a little bit of adversity recently. Uh, Southampton, Brentford, um, even the first half of the Everton game, Everton come at us and caused us a lot of problems. But we seem to be able to get past that and get the results. I think Newcastle um, can can get a result out of this one. Uh, Michael in the chat, Newcastle fan, asking what price the uh, double chances. Well, I'm not telling you, Michael. Uh, I'll tell you why, because you don't need to know, because Newcastle are going to win. <laughs> um, comparison games, Baz, that was the route I went down here. Um, very, very recently, home against Manchester United, smashed the daylights out with them. Home against Tottenham, smashed the daylights out with them. Um, last year against Arsenal, the game you just talked about, very similar uh, comparison game. So it's not just the fact that Newcastle have been winning, it's the fashion in which they've been winning. They've won both of those games and that Arsenal game incredibly comfortably. We mentioned Saliba missing every week. Gabriel went off injured the other night. In fact, he got injured about four times. And as they were cruising, I don't know why they didn't take him off. They seemed to leave him on, just talking about the driving. Uh, my sources give him a 25% chance of playing at the weekend. Even if he plays, it doesn't matter. But if he's out, it just means we'll score some more goals. Um, you can only take Newcastle uh, on the money line, 13-9, to 9, plus 145. Uh, West Ham, Man United, Baz, time. Just just for uh, customer service, I'll tell Michael that the no, double chance of Newcastle is 4-9. to nine. It's a little bit yeah. too short for me at that sort of price. Selling. Just back Newcastle to win. Or get on the corners. Corners galore. Um Moving on, where are we at now? West Ham, Man United. Okie doke. West Ham, 12 to 5, plus 240. The doors 11 to 4, plus 275. Manchester United, 21 to 20, plus 105. Um, little caveat on this one, because obviously we haven't seen uh, Manchester United tonight to weird Brighton. Um, both quite hard to trust at the moment. West Ham are doing okay against teams around them. They have lost three in a row, but they played. Liverpool were unlucky to play Manchester City. Um, they've been scoring goals as well. They did score three at Palace last week, even though they got turned over. And like I say, they're stuck in the middle of this Europa League semi-final malarkey. Um, Man United have won four of the last five, keeping four clean sheets. I don't know how, because um, I wouldn't trust them to do that at all. This is eighth versus tenth in the form table. And it does feel like a little bit like a mid-table game. 
Um, I like both teams to score, but it's too short. Um, so I'm going to take another draw, Baz. A uh, bit adventurous tonight. West Ham get a point here. Could be another 1 1. Could easily be another 1 1. The draw is 11 to 4 for me, plus 275. Yeah, I'm just looking, as you say, a difficult one, as we've not yet seen how Man United have got on against Brighton tonight. Four minutes in, I've just had a message from someone saying, How haven't we had two goals already? So it must have been a lively start on that one. I don't know who's missed the chances. Um, ah. it sounds like a bit of a lively start. Um, nil, nil. De Gea with an amazing save from Matoma. I can see in the live text commentary. So it sounds like Brighton are off to the best start so far. Early days, of course. Um, yeah, difficult because we've not seen Man United this week. Uh, I have taken Man United to book the form and pick up an away win tonight. Um, it might be a bit stupid. We'll find out in the next hour and a half. Um, West Ham have just had a three-game losing streak. Where they've conceded nine in those three games. Uh, they did come against Man City, Liverpool, Palace. I mean, Palace one's a disappointing one, let, let four in there. Man United have been unpredictable away from home. Uh, they've beaten Forest and Betis recently, but they also lost 7-0 to Liverpool, 2-0 to Newcastle, 3-0 to Sevilla. They blew a 2-0 lead away at Spurs last week. Um and it's those vulnerabilities on the road that have pushed me towards the, the goals market here. Yeah. That coupled with West Ham's recent defensive frailties. Um, so I think there could be a few goals in this one. Um, push me towards the over two and a half. It's a little bit short again at eight to 11. I've picked a couple of eight to 11s tonight. I've, I've, I don't like going beyond <laughs> minus 125, four to five shots. But um, anyway, I've done it. So we're, we're there. Um over 2.5 goals at 8-11, to 11, I would say if Man United go to Brighton and win tonight, then I, then I might have been tempted to pivot um, and take Man United on the money line. Uh, a defeat tonight for Man United, and they might start looking over their shoulder a little bit. Uh, yeah, But the pick for me, um, West Ham v Man United, over 2.5 goals at 8-11. to 11. Okay, uh, Next up is um, Fulham v Leicester. Baz, time and a place for this. Uh, Fulham v Leicester. Uh, you see, you've knocked me off my stride here because I'm I'm bouncing well, between. Surprise! You knew I was going to ask. I know, but I'm bouncing between well, the live updates on tonight's games and. Uh, well, concentrate the on this. Um, it's going to be the thirties, aren't they? I don't know. Where are we? What what day are we? Who cares? Sunday, full of 13 to 8, whatever time it is, plus 162. The draw is 5 to 2, plus 250. Leicester are 8 to 5, plus 160. Um, I'll pass this back to you, Baz. Fulham, Leicester. Correction, Malcolm. It's a Monday afternoon game, 3 o'clock, because uh, we're all off work on Monday, pledging our allegiance to the King. God <laughs> save the King. Um, the one bonus out of all of this is that we do get an extra day, an extra holiday. So we have three games back to back on Monday, three o'clock, five thirty, and an eight o'clock, which is nice. Uh, thank you, Charles. I'll take that. Um, Fulham v Leicester. Uh, where do you go with this one? Fulham have lost three on the bounce now. Um, defeat in those three defeats to Liverpool, Man City, and Villa. They're three teams in form, all coming by a single goal. Prior to that, they hadn't. They'd beaten two of the basement sides, Leeds and Everton. So they could be seen as a bit of a, an indicator here um, as they face Leicester, who are another one of those basement sides. 
Um, those two wins were 2-1 and 3-1, so good signs for the overs and both teams to score there. Leicester, on the other hand, have been chipping away ever so slightly. They're unbeaten in three games. Um, five points, one win, two draws. Uh, a vital five points for them in the battle for survival. It keeps them hanging on in there, keeps them with a bit of hope. They can't keep a clean sheet, though. Uh, they've had none in the league since, I think, November. And uh, the last four games for Leicester have all hit both to score. Eight of the last nine have all hit both to score. So, again, good trends on Leicester side of things for, for goals again. So, it's another one where I'm going down the goals route. It's uh, over 2.5 goals for me, this one. It's four to five. Um, so, yeah, lead, uh, Fulham v Leicester, four to five for over 2.5 goals. You're on mute, Malcolm. Ah, I'm not, man. I'm back. Uh, all the shopping's away as well. Uh, the kebabs have come out the oven. Kebabs, bit of salad uh, and coleslaw was what was taken away uh, by the IT department there. But it's decent. Uh, smells nice. Um, Fulham lost three in a row, uh, but the last two against Liverpool and Manchester City. So you can forgive that. Um, Leicester unbeaten in three. But I think they should have done a bit better, you know, the drawn with Leeds and they've drawn at home to Everton um, and they're not very good Leeds or Everton um, Fulham did okay at Liverpool and then you mentioned it Baz you've got the hand you've got all the clues Baz yeah I just think you've put them together wrong uh, well no because you could probably still win you just won't win as much as me um, the two comparison games are Fulham at home to Leeds and Fulham at home to Everton I mean it's just a pro. It's like a horse race. This the form lines are all there. The beat leads at home two one. Uh, sorry, the one at Everton three one. Um, teams that Leicester fail the beat. Fulham is still trying, um, as witnessed by their last few performances, and they're just too big here. Uh, thirteen to eight. Uh, Leicester are favourites, man. Give give over. Uh, Fulham are too big. Thirteen to eight uh, plus one sixty two. Uh, Captain Sano, he wasn't even in the chat before, and he's somehow managed to spirit his way in to call me a buffoon uh, for putting myself on mute, uh, which is a MLB gambling podcast hangover. Um, two games uh, left here on the show. The uh, So you reckon this is what, Monday tea time, Baz? This is Monday 5.30. Monday 5.30 would, would just be, uh, we'll be taking a little hour and a half break from what we're doing. What do you do? Celebrate. Rejoice. I don't what, know. Just, what you meant to do. Just, Sing God Save the Queen or King. King. Game, I don't know. It's King. too late for her, Baz. Oh, standing uh, on the lawn, waving our Union Jack around. She uh, she died when I was in Vegas and all the uh, waitresses and female dealers thought I was genuinely upset. It was the most female attention I'd ever had, Baz. <laughs> um, people have thought I was gutted for the passing of Her Majesty. Um, Brighton, one to three, minus 300. The draw is 17 to four, plus 425. Everton are eight to one. Uh, Brighton currently nil nil with Man United. Uh, it's got to finish nil nil as well. You can turn it off. Uh, they won six nil against Wolves last weekend, and that is a good indication, really, of what they're capable of. Um, I think they'll carry on, finish the season strong. There's no reason not to. Like um, Everton played okay last on Monday. Um, the, obviously, the penalty was key. They were two one down, and James Madison missed a penalty. Um, and that probably would have buried them. However, Calvert-Lewin had missed an absolute sitter two minutes before that, uh, which was easier to score than a penalty. So you could kind of dress that up the other way. The option was Everton were competitive 
Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who I've mentioned a couple of times, he looked really, really sharp. And there's been people questioning why Dyke hadn't kind of hurried him back. And maybe we saw the reason he hadn't hurried him back on Monday was because they've got a much better chance if he is fully fit of just getting maybe the one or two goals needed to keep Everton up. Um, Everton will have a goal because they have to have a goal. Um, that clean sheet for Brighton against Wolves was their first in the last four. Like I say, Everton with Carl Lewis. Loads of chances the other day. They scored two goals. And I think both teams to score is a live bet. You can't see Brighton not scoring, but I'm happy to give Everton one as well. Uh, BTT, yes, 9-10, Baz, minus one eleven. Again, to the one, it'd be good to see how Brighton get on tonight before handicapping this one. But here we are, waiting for the goals to go in. Uh, so we're handicapping it off the back of a 6-0 win over Wolves. But Christ, I can't believe my eyes when I opened this one up. <laughs> so Brighton at 1-3. When have Brighton ever been 1-3 against anybody? Like, it's, that's, <laughs> what uh, price would you think they should be? Do you want the bigger? I don't know, but I'm not 1-3 in any no? game. All right. Well, I, I tell you, they've only won half of their, their home games. Um They've only won half of the last four games. They've lost two, won two. Um, I, I can't have them at that price. I, I, I said last week I thought the books had been sleeping on, on Brighton for a while um, and we were getting good prices for ages on the Brighton goals and, and Brighton handicaps and things like that. Uh, but I think they've caught on to it and went a little bit too far. Um, I took Man United tonight purely for the value. I thought they were slightly too big a price. And I just don't know where you go. I mean... I, I, I want to have Brighton on my side. I like Brighton, so it's going to sound like I'm out on them and I think they're going to fall apart. I don't. I like Brighton. I enjoy watching them. They're playing some lovely football, but I can't have them at that price. So I have to look to reasons to oppose them. And the reasons are they've won two and lost two of the last four games. So there's there's a bit of hope there. They got beat off Notts Forest, 3-1, comfortably beaten by Nottingham Forest. That's a, few, uh, that's a second show running. You said Notts Forest. How long have you lived in Nottingham? And how oh, much no, they, do Nottingham they, Forest fans hate it? I mean, absolutely you hate it, and I do it get, all the time. Yeah, no, um, do you do it on purpose? Is that you picking? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> um, okay, I wasn't sure if you knew you were doing it. That's all. Yeah, they hate it, and and Notts County's fans hate it as well. They they don't like you calling Forest Notts because right, Notts okay, County yeah, because that's their thing. Nottingham Forest and Notts County, yeah, but I, I, I do it all the time and it does wind people up um, massively. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're not invincible. They've got defeats in them. Um, I mean, the problem we've got is that Everton are shit. Um, and they haven't won away from <laughs> that, is a, that is a problem, particularly it, for Everton. It is, yeah. And they haven't won away from home since Pussy was a kitten. But if you think that's going to put me off, you'd be wrong. Um, I'm taking Everton to win here. At eight, yeah. <laughs> uh, last week, uh, as I say, Brighton's home form is is fairly average. If you look at the form table, home for home games, they're ninth in the table, and they've still got Man United uh, to play at home tonight. Man City coming up soon in the home game, so they're going to be bang around mid table for their home form. Their away form, on the other hand, they're up to, up in up in fifth place for their away form. So some of their better form comes away from home. Um. And it is just a price that I think is just too big to ignore. I thought Everton were okay the other day, and they were okay for 30 minutes or so against Newcastle. Um, mm-hmm. As I say, I enjoy watching Brighton. They play great football, having a great season. But 1-3, to three, 
No, not for me. Pure, purely a value play here. Brighton might go and absolutely hammer them, but I'm having Everton at eight to one. Everton to beat Brighton eight to one. Pick for me. Love it, Baz. That's more like it. it's what we're here for. Uh, final game. I'm guessing on Monday night is Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest uh, against Southampton. Forest are even money plus one hundred. Uh, the draw is thirteen to five plus two sixty. Southampton are thirteen to five plus two sixty. Baz finishes off with Forest uh, at home to Southampton. Yeah, so Nottingham Forest, um, yep, which is one win it. in 13 games now uh, and five defeats in the last six. There have been some signs that there's some fight left in them. We mentioned this last week. The win against Brighton was obviously a big positive. Um, and it might be that the go, you know, this is the next home game since then, might go back with a bit of atmosphere. And it's a massive, massive game at the at this end of the table. It's a game Forest have to win. Similarly, Southampton. I think Southampton could win it and probably still go down, to be fair. Um, they, they looked okay in a narrow defeat to Liverpool. And then they had a nightmare last week. 1-0 up, 82 minutes. Um, and they've, they've earned and blown it. Lost, lost 2-1 in the 94th minute. That was a massive blow for them. Because I think, had they have even just picked up a point from that Brentford game again, it would just have been a little bit of momentum. Performances had looked a bit better. Um, but on the other hand, the form line is very similar for Southampton. They've had no win in nine. Um Looking for positives from Southampton, you could maybe say the first half against Arsenal and the first half against Newcastle were positives. But at the end of it, they crumbled quickly against Newcastle and they blew a 3-1 lead at 88 minutes against Arsenal to come away with just a point in that one. So I like Forrest here. Yeah. I don't mind them on the money line. Um, but the pick for me is going to be the goals. Over 2.5 hit in eight of the last 11 Forest games. Earlier in the season, we were back in Forest unders quite often, um, but they have seemed to have clicked a little bit in front of goal. They've hit the net six times in the last three games. I can't see it being a cagey affair, this one. It's so big for both teams and really pretty much last chance saloon for these teams. Draws are no good to anybody here. Uh, so I'm happy to take the over 2.5 goals available at even money. Uh, so Forest v Southampton, over 2.5 at evens is the pick for me. Over 2.5 at evens, uh, getting written down. Um, yeah, 18th against 20th here. Uh, Forrest have been better lately, but that was a kick in the stones last week against Brentford for them. Um, Southampton haven't won in Yonks, is the official uh, period of time they've not won in. Um, they played really well the last two away games. They were 3-1 up at Arsenal. Um, obviously got pegged back. They were 1-0 up at Newcastle, uh, got pegged back. I quite enjoyed watching them last week as well. They've got some good players. I think I mentioned actually maybe last Monday's show that I'd be interested in them uh, for promotion next season. Um, I liked watching Alcaraz and Lavia, uh, the CDM in there. I think he's only 19 years old. Looks absolutely mustard. Like, um, And what I got from seeing them firsthand last week was that they're still trying. Um, the manager looks like he's auditioning for the job as well. Uh, he was up and down like a bride's nightly in the technical area. Um so, I think Southampton are going to win this. Forrest uh, got ruined last week um, by that late Brentford winner. Um, and this could be another nail in their coffin. This is not going to help anyone because Southampton are going to win um, and still go down. But they're also going to drag Forrest down with them. 13-5 to 5 on Southampton um, is going to be my underdog play. Plus 260, Baz. Um, and that, oofed, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, has got us through the 10 games. Um 
fancy stuff. Baz, do you want to lead off? Do you want me to go? Yeah, I'm going straight in here with my scorer pick. Um, and it's a game where I've been a bit bold, taking Everton to beat Brighton. I'm going to go with Dominic Calvert-Lewin to contribute to that. Uh, Dominic nice. Calvert-Lewin available at 7-2 to two anytime um, and 10-1 to one for first goal. With Everton, as I say, just, just a little bit overpriced for me. I think the scorers are also overpriced and Calvert-Lewin at 7-2 to two for an anytime goal. I contemplated DCL, Baz. He made my shortlist. Yeah, I mean, Brighton, you know, we know they can concede goals. Um, so yeah, I like I like that at seven to two. Dominic Calvert Lewin's a pick for me on the scorer. Do you want me to rattle through them all, or do you want to? Chuck yeah, go. I'll carry on. My lock in this week is Newcastle United over five point five corners at eleven to ten. Plus money for Newcastle to get six corners. It's been a gift that keeps on giving lately. So that's my lock this week. Um, my dog has to be Everton, doesn't it? I'm going to nail me colours to that mast. I'm sticking an 8-1 to one pick out in me, uh, in me main picks. Then you've got to put it out there as your dog of the week, haven't you? So yeah. I'll go with Everton to be Brighton at 8-1 to one as my best underdog player this week. And finishing off with a treble, we are back with a three-day parlay with Shady Ray in May. Um, <laughs> so yeah I've looked at uh, we've got the Saturday Sunday Monday three day parlay here it's a treble it's an over <laughs> 2.5 goals treble so we're not looking at team goals this week it's match goals I've gone for the Liverpool Brentford game the Newcastle the Arsenal game and Forest v Southampton all to be over 2.5 and that comes in at around 4 to 1 plus 400 for the treble Oak York uh, champion thank you very much Buzz uh my lock is I've the same game as, as you, Baz. I do think Everton uh, could be quite lively here. Uh, both teams to score in that Brighton-Everton game is 9-10. to 10. Like I say, I did, uh, DCL did make my shortlist. My dog, I could not see past Bournemouth uh, at 12-5, to 5, plus 240. I thought that was an incredible price um, just for a team who were in good form to beat a team who get beat every week. Uh, goal scorer, Hyung um, min Son for Tottenham. Um, he looked quite lively the last couple of games. He scored against Manchester United and Liverpool. He's five to one first goal and seven to four plus one seventy-five any time against Crystal Palace, who conceded three last week. And for my Acker, um, I'm throwing out the two draws, Baz. Uh, don't do this. Draws are notoriously hard to pick one. So I don't know why I think I can pick two. Uh, but I am. Wolves and Villa are gonna draw one one. Um so twenty-three to ten. And then West Ham and Manchester United are going to draw 1-1 as well. Uh, so the two draws um, is 12-1, to 1, Baz. Get in the queue. Love it. Um, what, anything what else you want to... What price is the 2-1-1s? Uh, well, 11-2 for that. So we'll put a 55 quid, maybe 7-1, to 1, 400 quid for a 10 or 40 to 1. So 40 to 1 for a double 1-1. One, one. 40 to 1 for a double 1-1. One, one. Are we isolating that and clipping it? Is that why you've asked? <laughs> I've just got to, got to ask Beautiful. a question, haven't you? you you've mentioned you've got the so they're both going to be 1-1. One, one, so, yeah, I've got to put it out there. Got the socials in mind, Baz. Anything you want to tell us about incredibly quickly? Because you know how on the clock I am. No, I've got a little bit of a story to tell you, but I'm going to save it for another day because every time yeah. we get to the end of this show, it's one hour and five minutes in. And yeah. we do need to wrap it up. One day soon we'll get here and it'll be 55 minutes and I'll tell you. We've got all summer, Baz, just to... Story. To have the fireside yeah, this, chats. This one expires next week, so we'll we'll get the it. Story in expires. Yeah, yeah. It's it's about an upcoming event. 
Uh, okay. I'm not going to spoil it. You're not getting no. No, no. Right. So you've you've uh, piqued my. Uh, yeah. You've we'll catch up my Sunday. interest with it. Are we are we good to we, go on Sunday or are you busy? Nah, Sunday? mate. I'll not be busy. I'll be drunk. Is what I'll be. Uh, yeah, stopping out. We we'll celebrate the uh, King Charles and all that malarkey. Um, yeah, Monday bars is what we'll be doing. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, everyone. It earlier, it's a it's a holiday, isn't it? So we'll maybe get yeah. earlier on Monday and get it out in the afternoon, possibly. We will schedule it. Um, we've got lots of football Monday. Obviously, we've covered those games, but then it kicks off again. It'll be Champions League next week, won't it? Tuesday, Wednesday, and a bit of Europa League stuff as well. Maybe we'll have a look and see what's, what's around for next week. Yeah. Uh, cheers, everyone who joined us. Uh, nice to see Michael in there. Uh, first time caller, etc. Good luck with all your bets. Um, if you want to listen to the Kentucky Derby stuff, you can do that in a bit. If you want to listen to the MLB stuff, you can do that a bit later. If you don't, have a lovely evening. Uh, enjoy the rest of that nil-nil, Brighton Man United. Um, good luck with your bets. We'll see you down the road. Cheers. Mm-hmm.